This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. Tunnel to Towers Foundation presents the Judge Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope that everyone is enjoying their day so far. It's a wonderful day in New York City. It's always a beautiful skyline, that's for sure. Although sometimes what's going on on the streets ain't so beautiful. But, as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Uh, there's so much that happened this week. There's uh, everything from the economy, crime. It's the same old story, but it's just getting worse. Uh, we've got some great guests today. We've got the candidate for governor in New York, Lee Zeldin, uh, who is in a statistical tie with uh, the, the accidental governor, Hochul. And we've got Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, we've got some great conversations coming up just uh, 20 days before uh, the midterms. So I think that actually, I think it's 18 days before the midterms. Uh, and later on in the show, I'm going to gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up uh, in just a few moments. But there, let me start with uh, what happened this week. Now, this week, Joe Biden decides that he's going to start emptying out the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Now, what is that? It's an emergency oil supply that we have for national disasters or for national security issues. So what he does is he's already released 180 million uh, uh, barrels, the most ever. We are now at the lowest point ever in 40 years. And it's 20 days before the election when he does that. And he says, oh, it's not political. Now, listen, you're not stupid and I'm not stupid. But let me tell you what's going to happen, because you could, you could legitimately think in your mind, gee, if it can help me even five cents a gallon, um, it's worth it for me. But this is what happens, folks. They release 15 million barrels. And then what happens is it goes on sale on the world market. And the last time we released 180 million barrels, you know who bought it? China. And now 15 million barrels. China's probably going to buy it, which is probably a good thing for Hunter because he made so much money there and possibly for Joe if you think he's the big guy who gets 10%. And by the way, 15 million barrels doesn't have a significant effect on, on the price at all. And then Joe Biden says, you know what? This is the best economy ever. This guy is clueless. He is clueless like the Democrats are. He says our economy, this is the quote, our economy is strong as hell. And Pete Buttigieg, now get this, folks, he is the one guy that the Democrats are asking to speak more than any other candidate, more than Joe Biden, more than Kamala Harris. You know what his story is? Pete Buttigieg says Americans have more income and the Democrats, this is a quote, are having a hard time campaigning because they've been so successful. Are you kidding me? They've been so successful? This is the highest inflation we've had in 40 years. 
the outlook is even worse. Many people think we're already in a recession. If you consider that the definition is uh, two two consecutive quarters with a negative GDP, and and we've got uh, gas prices going up. The average four hundred one k has gone down twenty five percent. The average family has lost six thousand dollars in inflation, and yet prices rose eight point two percent in one year. Even Jeff Bezos says. It's time to batten down the hatches as the economy cools. But you know what? The Democrats, they just keep pressing. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk to two people who know what's going on in Washington and in New York, who recognize that if you are sick and tired of hearing about the crime, just this week, a 48-year-old man pushed in front of a subway and killed in New York. And then the mayor, another Democrat, another clueless Democrat, former captain, police captain, says New Yorkers only have a perception of crime. It's in our minds, folks. It's not real. Well, I got this to say to Mayor Eric Adams. You're delusional. Maybe you ought to stop dolling up and going out at night, roll up your sleeves, and start fighting crime like a real man or woman would do. I'm sick of people telling us, that our economy is strong as hell, and that it's Putin's fault when we've got a nationwide problem, when we've got felonies going up all over this country. People are afraid to go out on the streets. They're afraid of being the victim of a collateral damage, if not the victim of an unprovoked attack. A woman being assaulted on a bus because she asked some young men to stop cursing in front of a child. They beat this woman, beat her mercilessly. Why? Why are people walking around totally unhinged? Why are illegal immigrants now living in a in a uh, in a setup in New York where they get free laundry service and phones and Xboxes and three meals a day and coffee? I know people in America who are now eating two meals a day because they can't afford three or they can't afford to go out at, like they used to because they can't afford the gas. There is so much going on in this country, and the chaos that is a reflection of what is going on with the Democrats in charge. And I'm going to ask you one question. Was it this bad two years ago? It was not. Gas was cheap. Inflation was something like 1%. Now it's 8.2 or 3%. This is, this is a disaster. It is chaos. It is, it is, it is, in uh, um, unfathomable that we are living in America where people are afraid to go out on the street. People are afraid to speak because the Democrats are saying, you can't say it this way, you can't say it that way, you're getting canceled. Abortion to the Democrats is the number one issue. I beg to differ. And we're going to see in just 16 days what will happen in the Senate in this country and in the House and in New York, and I pray that America recognizes that we're in this mess because the Democrats decided that there should be no cash bail, which has emboldened the criminal. There are no consequences. There are Democrat-elected DAs who are really defense attorneys in drag, and in the end, the chaos is destroying America. So uh, just recognize that we are in a mess, and we're going to get to two guests who are going to help us get out of it. And never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11.
Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. Let's see the number 2.org. Up next, we're going to be speaking with Congressman Jim Jordan and Republican candidate for governor of the state of New York, Lee Zeldin, right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show on 77 WABC. This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a U.S. representative for Ohio's 4th Congressional District. Uh, you've probably seen him on Fox News. He is a fighter, literally. He was a top wrestler uh, in Ohio. Uh, join me, please, in welcoming Jim Jordan, Congressman, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Show. Congressman, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, you uh, bet. Yeah, thanks, I know that there's... you do. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Thank you. Look, uh, what we've got right now about uh, 16 days before the midterms. And uh, I am very concerned about this country, as I'm sure you are. You've been saying it for a long time. Uh, The idea of the Republicans getting the House uh, is one that I think a lot of people are comfortable with. They think it's going to happen. Do you still agree with that? I actually think we're going to win both. Uh, I think we're going to win the House. I think we're going to, uh, and I, and you know, all those all those swing states are up in the Senate. But but I feel good. We're we're winning, or we're within the the margin of error in, in, in polling in every state. And you just you just you know, it's Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona. All the swing states. I don't even think Ohio, frankly, is a swing state anymore. I think JD is going to win uh, this thing in a comfortable way uh, in Ohio. But but I do think you know. Uh, Herschel's, Herschel's close in, in Georgia. Ted Budd's winning in North Carolina. Dr. Oz is close now against Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Ron Johnson is up. We were up there doing an event with him a few weeks ago. He is up in Wisconsin. Laxalt Adam is winning in, in, in Nevada. And, and Blake Masters is close in, in Arizona. So it, it looks good for the Senate, too. We just got to push hard these last few weeks well, and make sure we win. You know, it's interesting, uh, and it's great to hear you say that, Congressman Jim Jordan. I mean, the truth is that when we look at America today, we see a country that 10 years ago wouldn't have believed, uh, people yeah. wouldn't have believed that we could have devolved to this point where crime is rampant, criminals are running free, uh, the southern border is open, illegals, I, I know you're from Ohio, but in New York, what's going on here is they're set up with three meals a day, coffee whenever they need it. And I have no problem feeding people, obviously, but, you know, they, they also have free, uh, uh, you know, to, we'll, we'll take care of your clothing, wash it, dry them, folding services, uh, Xbox, yeah. Internet, all that stuff. And yet Americans are headed for a very, very tough winter in terms of the heat and the price of uh, oil. And yep. Joe Biden, 20 days before the midterms, decides that he's going to dump 15 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. What is that about? Yeah. No, you're so right. In, 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 instead of just doing what makes use the energy resources we have, where we were energy independent just 22 months ago under under President Trump's leadership. Um, but I think this election is really about it's what what you described. It's, I call it four plus freedom, four key issues plus what they're doing to our liberty. And it, we went from a secure border to no border. We went from safe streets to record crime. We went from $2 gas to $5 gas, and we went from stable prices to record inflation. Those four issues are driving, I think, Americans to go to the polls and say, we are throwing these Democrats out. We're going to vote for conservatives. We're going to vote for Republicans. And then you also add to it, in addition to what they've done to, to your community, to our, 
to our economy, to our country. It's what they're doing to our liberty, attacking our First Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, due process rights, and maybe most importantly, weaponizing government to come after their political opposition. And Americans have had it. And I think it's scary. And I think they're going to vote in a big way for Republicans on November 8th. Well, you know, one of the issues, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, is that people think, well, you know, they'll get they'll get the women out on the abortion issue. I have argued that women are not a one issue voters and that women are the ones, uh, you know, who put food on the table. I mean, men do as well, obviously. But I really think that there there is an issue that is a pocketbook issue and that Joe Biden, all of these issues, Jim, are congressman are are you point the finger at joe biden this isn't just something that happened the democrats changed the law so the criminals can roam freely the democrats opened the border after after donald trump had secured it you know the democrats are the ones who are uh, uh, shutting down oil and gas will americans understand this or is it ideology they do no they do americans have common sense we the people uh, get it um, I remember a few months ago, speaking of the, of the specific policy they've done, I remember a few months ago that Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, said, well, this inflation kind of surprised us. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You yeah. guys spend like crazy. You pay people not to work, and you drive up the cost of energy, and you're surprised that we have inflation? Americans get the facts. They know that the policies, the specific policies of the Democrats have created this inflation mess that, that, that's the cruelest tax of all. That is hurting families. So you're right. I think I think uh, uh, all all voters see see what's going on here, and I think they're gonna like I said before. I think they're gonna show up in a big way, and they're gonna walk into that voting booth, and they're gonna say, "I am I am getting rid of this. I'm voting for Republicans and stopping this 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 madness and nonsense that we see from the Democrats." You know the idea, Congressman Jim Jordan, of eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. We know what the Democrats do with the FBI. We know what they do with the Department of Justice going after domestic terrorists who are parents simply wanting to know what their kids are being taught. We know that they did it with during the Obama administration, uh, sick the IRS with Lois Lerner against 501c3s. Americans have got to understand what's at stake here. Yeah, and again, I think they do, Uh, and I, I appreciate Leader McCarthy saying that if, if, in fact, the, the American people give us uh, the majority in the House of Representatives, the first bill we're going to pass out of the House mm-hmm. will be a bill to get rid of the money for those 87,000 IRS agents who, who, as you point out, who are going to come harass small business owners. They're going to come harass Republican donors. We know who they're going to target. Um, so uh, that, that'll be the first bill we pass out of the House in January of 2023 if the american people give us the majority good and you know joe biden it's very interesting he hasn't had a campaign rally since labor day when they set one up (laughs) by at a union and put people in the hall but you know at this point uh i think clinton had 80 something obama had 80 something trump had 50 something because he had he had COVID in the interim um and and uh, biden's had like one what is with this guy well uh, you know, think about the the schedule that that President Trump keeps, the rallies and things he's doing here, and all the help he's helping with Republicans during this campaign versus versus Joe Biden. It's, um, I mean, let's just be honest, Judge uh, Joe Joe Biden is not up for the job. I think mm-hmm. people see that. John Fetterman is not uh, up for the job uh, as, as uh, for for U.S. Senator. I mean, we we can see that too. But but the left doesn't care. I made this point the other night. 
The left doesn't care. 50, there was a survey last month, polling last month, 55% of Democrats do not believe that uh, America is the greatest country ever. Now think oh. about that. All your listeners, all your viewers, they know what you and I know, that this is the greatest nation in history. But a majority of one of the major political parties, the Democrat Party, does not believe what, what you and I know to be fact and what your, what, what your viewers what, – what Americans know to be fact. So when you've got a party that has that position – they don't care that Joe Biden can't do the job. They don't care that John Fetterman can't do the job. All they care about is their radical left agenda, their radical left agenda that has given us the, the chaos we've described on, on inflation and no border and crime and, and the price of energy and the, and the weaponization of government. So uh, that's what this election's about. And as I've said now a couple of times, I think the country understands that and they're going to make a change. You know, what's interesting, you mentioned uh, uh, Fetterman. I, I have to tell you, Congressman Jordan, I, I have never seen someone who seems as ill-equipped to be a United States yeah. senator as this guy Fetterman. I mean, you know, enough with the, uh, with, with the sweatshirt. Feel, yeah. This guy advocated for the release. The one thing he would yep. want is to release prisoners, second-degree murderers, to have mercy on them. Where's the yeah. mercy? This is a problem with the Democrats and the Democrat DAs. Uh, uh, yep. The ones who are supported by the progressives, you know, we see them in Krasner and we see it in uh, in, in yep. L.A. and Philly. You know where they are. And yet they're yep. concerned about the criminal and not the victim. They deny victims their 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 victimhood and they turn it around. And this guy, Fetterman, he is a, he is an, a, the antithesis of what we need in government. And I, that race is one that I am laser focused on. And right now, it's a, a, I think it's a statistical heat. Yeah. No, Dr. Oz has really closed, uh, closed it in uh, uh, a tight race now. I think he's going to win, like I said before, uh, because, again, the, the more Fetterman talks and we learn about his radical positions, and, and it's, it, you know, we feel for anyone who has a health concern, but based on what we've seen, uh, I, just, I just don't know that he's up for the job. And, and I think that's coming through as well. And then you couple that with all the, the radical left positions he has, I think the I think the folks in Pennsylvania are going to figure that all out, and I think right. they're going to elect Dr. Oz as their next senator. And the amazing part of it was he was absolutely against fracking. Now all of a sudden he's like, yeah, yeah. you know, people in Pennsylvania, you know, this is what I I I, I detest about these Democrats. We were never in favor of defund the police. This is Joe Biden stumbling his way yeah. to a speech, and you know, yeah. we we didn't want uh, we we weren't against fossil fuel. They are. Of course they are. Of course, they, their their actions. Remember the first thing he stops the pipeline. He he, he said no no drilling in Anwar and no leasing on no lease new leases on federal land to to drill. I mean we went from energy independence to the sad state we're in now with with Joe Biden releasing uh, uh, from the strategic uh, reserve uh, to to try to help their election prospects here in in, in right. a few weeks and right. begging OPEC, begging Saudi Arabia, begging Iran begging Venezuela to increase production. I mean, that's what's all happened under his leadership with energy. And when you drive up the cost of energy, you drive up the cost of everything else. And that coupled with their spending is why we have a 41-year high inflation rate. Um, <clears throat> doesn't take a genius to figure this stuff out. That's why, um, again, I, I, I think uh, – but they can say all they want and try to try to tell us things that just aren't, aren't true – the country, the country knows what's going on. Congressman Jim Jordan, we can't thank you enough for, you know, pushing for your fellow Republicans and making sure that we see a change in the in the uh, in the House where Kevin McCarthy will be the speaker. 
Um, and and you have been a fighter. I mean, for years. I, I loved having you on on my show when I had yeah. justice, and I loved listening to you. Uh, this is an extremely important point in in our in our history, and the idea that yep. people running don't love America is just shocking to me. I think that's yep. the first question every candidate should be asked. Do you love America? Do you believe in the Constitution? If you don't, you can't run. But that's yeah. for me. <laughs> Congressman Jim love Jordan, that. we love you. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you, Judge. Thanks all for right. all you do. Take care. Take care. All right. He's a great congressman. Never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Up next on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, New York State gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin. He is positioned to beat the accidental governor, Kathy Hochul. Can't wait to talk to him. It's all coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is a Republican candidate for governor in New York State. He is someone that has to be elected to replace the accidental, disastrous governor, Kathy Hochul. The woman is involved in more disaster, disastrous deals and pay-to-play, not to mention her inability or her refusal to fight the crime that has enveloped all New Yorkers, not just in New York City, but all over in the state of New York. Lee Zeldin, a former congressman, knows all too well what it's going to take to get New York State back to its position uh, in this country of being one of the premier states. Right now, New York looks like a third-world country. And we're very privileged to have joining us today, given the fact that there are just 16 days to the uh, election and certainly the midterms, the Republican candidate for governor in New York State, Lee Zeldin. All right, uh, Congressman Zeldin, listen, the, the polls show that you can beat Kathy Hochul, that you're pretty much in a statistical heat with her, which is unheard of in New York for the past 30 years. Talk to us. We're feeling it on the ground. I mean, when we see these poll numbers coming back, for example, there was a a poll that was out just a few days ago from NBC where they last polled saying we're down 24. Now they're saying we're down six. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're seeing that kind of movement. uh, And the polls are even closer than that. Four Quinnipiac, two from Trafalgar. Uh, We're tracking this race really tight. And the energy, the momentum, the issues are on our side. And people are talking about why they're hitting their breaking point in the state, why New York leads the entire nation in population loss, and how we have to fight rising crime and skyrocketing costs. And Kathy Hochul isn't out there talking about it. She doesn't have the record of actually fixing it. She doesn't have the visions and solutions to deal with it. So the contrast couldn't be any clearer between the two of us, and it's led to Democrats and independents saying, you know what, even Democrats will say, I voted Democrat my whole life, lifelong Democrat. 
I've only voted for Democrats, but this year I'm voting for you. And they're doing it to save our state. The amazing part about it, uh, Lee Zeldin, candidate for governor in New York, is that the Democrats are more ideological, I believe, after all these years, than Republicans. I mean, it is painful for them to vote for a Republican. But given the tightness, given the closeness in terms of uh, the, the race between you and Hochul, it tells me that the Democrats, the independents certainly, but the Democrats now are disgusted with the way she is handling crime, the way she's handling the economy. But this is happening across the country with Democrats. Joe Biden says that the economy is, quote, strong as hell when we are just on the tip of a recession, if not in one already. Kathy Hochul, I mean, we've got we've got an attorney general, Letitia James, who spent her 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 two years or three years going after Donald Trump. She should be investigating Kathy Hochul. Uh, the corruption with the pay-to-play scandal for for scandals, uh, for example, the one where somebody does a fundraiser for her. Four days later, Kathy Hochul suspends New York's competitive bidding law. That company that did the fundraiser makes a pitch to provide COVID tests that they don't even make. And and the same day the offer is made, which ended up being an over $600 million no-bid contract, New York is paying twice the price as opposed to going directly to the company that made the COVID test. It's, it reeks of pay-to-play corruption. Kathy Hochul comes in August of last year, and she decides that the only way that she's going to raise the tens of millions of dollars that she believes she needs to, re- to run this race against us is she has to sell out access to her office. So you're right. Mm-hmm. The attorney general, the comptroller, DAs, whomever, everybody, they all should be looking into it. And instead, everyone wants to look away. No one wants to talk about it at all. And the taxpayers end up getting screwed over by an estimated over a quarter billion dollars for that one personal political contract that she made with that one donor. And as far as this being a national uh, you know, issue, when you talk about the economy, when you talk about rising crime, there's an important point of what you said with President Biden talking about how the economy is just fine. And he's sitting there, you know, he was standing there talking about it while licking his ice cream cone, oh. divorced from the reality that what we want from our elected leaders, whether you are the governor or you're the president, we want to see people who are saying, this is what's wrong. This is how I am responsible to fix it. These are our, my ideas and ways that we can tackle it, and I am all in and doing everything in my power to fix it. And unfortunately, with the people who are in charge from Kathy Hochul to Joe Biden, they don't even want to acknowledge that these problems exist. They want the rest of us. They're demanding that the rest of us look away. There's nothing to see right. here, and there's something wrong with us if we're talking about it. Well, you know, it's just like the mayor of, of New York City is saying that New Yorkers have a perception problem, that we have a perception of crime problem, that it's not a big deal. Are you kidding? A 48-year-old man pushed in front of his subway. And let's not limit it to New York City. I will not walk from Fox to a department store two blocks away because I'm, because I'm afraid to. There is unprovoked assault. This is because the Democrats, in every state, you can follow it, you can track it. They they decided that this social justice, which has no definition, should apply to every criminal. And it's almost like, you know, forget the victims. They deny victims their victimhood. The criminals are the victims, and they're all let out on, on this cashless bail to reoffend again, and they're emboldened. So between Mayor Eric Adams and the DAs, 
who are progressive DAs like Alvin Bragg and Darcel Clark in the Bronx. I mean, what can you do about that, Congressman Lee Zeldin? It's about what we can do the first moment of the first day that, that I'm sworn into office on January 1st. The first action that I'll be taking is notifying the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, that he's being fired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to declare a crime emergency here in the state of New York. It should be have, it, it should have been done already. It could be done today by the governor, but she's not going to do it. I'm going to suspend New York's cashless bail laws and other pro-criminal laws that have been passed because the legislature hasn't been willing to come to the table to actually fix this, to give judges discretion to weigh dangerousness, to amend raise the age which has resulted in additional crimes. And that list goes on. And the people who are in charge right now, they believe that they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws. And you're right. absolutely right. They believe that their constituency is the criminals. They are turning over our streets to criminals. And when you talk about what is perception and what is reality, the reality is that we see with our own eyes the videos, the pictures, the stories of people getting hurt every single day. You can't convince us that what we see is not real. We know it is. These are real victims. They have families. The people who are committing the offenses oftentimes are reoffending from prior offenses, and everybody is motivated to want every elected official at every level to do everything in their power about it. They don't want to be lectured that they need to look away. Well, you know, the lecturing has to come to an end. And the only way, Lee Zeldin, is for you to become governor, for you to make sure that victims are are recognized. You know, the amazing part of it is that this week there was a woman who was assaulted on a bus by a bunch of teens. And what I saw, what we all saw, was the bystander effect, where people just stood around and did nothing. The driver of the bus did nothing. And that's what we saw in 1964 in the Kitty Genovese slaying as a woman was being raped and killed, you know, while the witnesses and passersby, you know, just they turned up their radio, they pulled down the shades, and they thought it was domestic violence as though that were a justification. But we're back to the bystander. We're back to, you know, it's too dangerous to get involved. And that's why it's essential for you to get elected, at the very least, as it involves crime. But let's talk about the economy in fracking. What is your position on fracking? I believe that New York State should reverse its ban on the safe extraction of natural gas. The people in the southern tier are desperate for it. Mm. Uh, There are other counties. They sit on the Marcellus and Utica shells. The state bans it. It, And and they have to look across the border into Pennsylvania and they're seeing the jobs that are being created, the revenue that gets generated, the, the downtowns that have been revitalized. And they're begging Albany to give them permission to tap into this resource. There's also pipeline applications right now up in Albany. They're being delayed and denied instead of getting approved. We need to be transporting energy uh, throughout the state. We need to have an all-of-the-above energy policy that, that is not just lecturing the rest of us because – you know, one person out there, some politician out there, favors wind or solar. Then they're saying that, you know, Ann's Pancakes in the Southern Tier isn't allowed to yeah. hook up to gas any further. Well, what happens when the electric goes out? Like when I was at Ann's Pancakes a few weeks ago. Well, everyone still got their pancakes because they have gas. So there's so much opportunity. We could be exporting to other states. We could be exporting to other countries tapping into this resource. Well, you know, uh, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin running for governor in New York, I'm from the southern tier. I'm from Elmira originally. And it has become a depressed area. It's almost as though it is a forgotten area. And it really, you know, it, it, it's great to hear that you have 
that, that you have ideas that will assist us all across this great state. And finally, uh, with respect to the uh, what is going on in New York City with with the illegals, uh, you've got a mayor who has decided that, you know, forget the homeless. We're going to give the illegals, uh, you know, the ability to have uh, the washers and dryers and folding services along with uh, three meals a day. And obviously they need to be fed. And there's no I have no problem with that. But, you know, with the Xboxes and the Wi-Fi and, and, you know, all the other stuff, it's almost as though the American citizen, the taxpayer, who has to decide between gas and food now with the, with the inflation at 8.3%, doesn't matter. It's everybody but America, the Americans. It's America last. It's across the board with the Democrats. Why? It's almost as though they hate America. In one respect, when you talk about feeding someone, you're talking about you know the minimum humanitarian responsibility. And quite frankly, every American should have food on their table, shoes on their feet, a roof over their head. And we shouldn't see anyone who who is homeless. Some people choose to be homeless, right. and that's a whole right. other that's a whole other topic. But when you go next level with the goodies, you know the free phones, the the airfare, uh, the you mentioned Xboxes. I saw that reported as yes. well as you just referenced. Now you have the, the average New Yorker, the average American saying, well, actually, my kids don't have Xboxes. Right. So, right. And when you are incentivizing and rewarding a legal entry at the federal, state, and local level, what happens as a result of it is you'll have more people coming illegally, not respecting our laws and processes. We cannot be incentivizing rewarding it. We should not have sanctuary states and sanctuary cities. But no matter what, Regardless, blue city, red city, blue state, red state, this is not going to get fixed unless Joe Biden steps up and the Biden administration steps up to secure our southern border. They're refusing to do what they need to get done from finishing construction of the border wall, supporting instead of attacking our customs and border patrol agents, enforce the remain in Mexico policy and catch and release and stop incentivizing this illegal entry. Well, there's no question that 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 has to stop. But you know what? All they're doing is sending the message, keep coming in. And and I always say, uh, Lee Zeldin, candidate for governor, when is enough enough? When are you going to break? When do we get to the point where you actually break the United States? Four trillion dollars in spending. But your mission right now, what are you doing in the last two weeks of the campaign? How can people uh, work on your campaign? How can they get in touch with you? We are doing everything. We've been working all out since we got in this race over a, a, a year and a half ago. I'll continue to travel all across the state, long days, start early and late. We're taking nothing for granted. There's a big difference between what we're doing and what Kathy Hochul's doing. We are working hard, as hard as possible, to earn the support of New Yorkers. We are we are in this to save our state. Kathy Hochul, she's crawling across this finish line she's she's Mm -hmm. barely trying to survive a race and she's not doing this to save new york she's trying to do this to save kathy hochel for anyone out there who wants to help go to zeldin for new york.com z-e-l-d-i-n-f-o-r new york is spelled out zeldin for new york.com you could sign up to volunteer you could donate five dollars we're on social media we need everyone everywhere telling everyone you know to vote november 8th you are given a right yes to vote, but it's also your duty. You're a proud yes. American. It's your obligation. It's your responsibility. If everyone does that, New York will be electing a new governor on November 8th. 
Well, your lips to God's ears. Uh, Lee Zeldin, we need you in New York. New York has lost its position as a premier state, and it is sad to see that it's almost like a third-world country in a lot of areas, and that's due to the Democrat policies. Lee Zeldin, keep up the good work. You're in fighting shape. Keep fighting. We need you in New York. God bless, and hopefully we'll talk to you and congratulate you as a governor. Take care. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Lee Zeldin. Everyone, it's very important to get him elected in New York. He is the only hope we have as this state continues to go uh, downhill. And right now, uh, never forget that uh, the commitment we made on 9-11, honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. It's the Judge Janine Show on 77 WABC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. More than 5,500 immigrant children have enrolled in New York City public schools, and Mayor Eric Adams is beside himself, demanding more help from the federal government, saying, we're not prepared for this. Don't you love it when the, a New Yorker demands that the rest of the country pitch in and pay when New York has some of the highest taxes around, and then New York is claiming it's a sanctuary city and state to boot? And I'm a New Yorker. So it points, however, to a bigger problem that the rest of the country is facing, and that is the schools are overwhelmed with inadequate number of bilingual, trilingual instructors to teach not only Spanish-speaking children from Venezuela and other Central American countries, but kids from Arab countries and Indian countries and other foreign-speaking countries. So who gets slowed down in the shuffle? You guessed it, those American English-speaking kids. And by the way, where are those billions in COVID relief money that Randy Weingarten and her friends haven't spent yet? You know, those liberals, uh, they will try to convince you that life is great, and even if you're miserable, even if you don't have money, even if you can't afford food, you know, then you're just too dumb to know what's good for you. The Washington Post touted seven ways that recession is good for you. It was so embarrassing, I can't believe it. Let me tell you how it's good for you. They said that the, the, the recession is good for you because housing prices may finally come down. Oh, that's great. You've got no money. You can't, your salary's not keeping up with inflation, but those houses are cheaper. They also said that savings rates are up. 
And, and that's one of the bright sides. Except you can't save any money because inflation is so high. And the fourth reason they gave was the dollar is king. It'll go a lot further. Well, who's got more money to go a lot further when your dollar can't go as far as it did a year ago? And they say unemployment is still relatively low. Really? There's a whole generation that's looking to stay unemployed. And I like this one. Your used car is worth more. Well, I think if you live in Florida, your used car is probably not worth more. And finally, their final reason was the student loan forgiveness. Really? That's the thing that you and I will both pay in our taxes between $600 billion and a trillion dollars. You know, we've heard from two people. Congressman Jim Jordan, a fighter, part of the Freedom Caucus in the in Congress, fighting to make sure that the Republicans take back Congress, both the House and he's optimistic, the Senate as well. And can't Congressman Lee Jordan running for governor of New York against the accidental, disastrous governor, Kathy Hochul. This woman is not capable of being the governor of New York. She can't even talk the talk right. I mean, at least some politicians have the ability to talk the talk, but can't walk the walk or refuse to walk the walk. This woman should be investigated by the Attorney General, Letitia James, who's too busy going after Donald Trump. Uh, 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 so Letitia James is not investigating Hochul for some of the deals that she's made, some of the pay-to-play, some of the uh, deals with that Buffalo Stadium where her husband gets uh, contracts for the uh, refreshments and all that. The truth is that the biggest issue, as far as I'm concerned, is crime and inflation. If you can't be safe to go outside and you can't afford to buy food and groceries for your family, then the administration that is in office that is telling us, the Democrats are telling us that everything is great, that that you can't believe your lying eyes, that when you go to fill up your tank, it looks like a lot of money. It really isn't. When you go to the grocery store, it looks like a lot of money. It really isn't. When you see people being stabbed and killed for no reason, it's a perception between Joe Biden, Kathy Hochul, Mayor Eric Adams. They are not in this for you. They are not in this to protect you, your safety, your family, or your wallet. Lee Zeldin wants to bring back fracking. Lee Zeldin is going to replace DAs who do not prosecute crime. Lee Zeldin is going to get the law changed so that criminals, when they end up being arrested, go to jail. There's no freebie here. If you can make bail, fine. But if you are someone who is a danger to society, the judge is going to have an obligation to set bail appropriate to that situation. We are now in chaos in this country. The Democrats brought us this chaos. The Democrats brought us 8.3% inflation. It was 1.3% when Donald Trump left. The Democrats own it. They own it. And it's time for you to own this country again. It's time for you to vote for those people who are going to protect you and your family.
I can't believe that we're out of time already. But make sure, find out where you're going to vote. Find out when you can vote. Plan that day now. Make sure you join us right back here next week, same time, same place, for the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Have a great day, everyone. Goodbye. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.